0: Welcome to the Hidden Acres Podcast, coming to you from Hidden Acres Christian Center in Dayton, Iowa. We're your hosts, Josh Constant and Taylor Muggy. This is Season 5, Episode 4. Ooh, and what are we going to be talking about today? Uh, Today we're going to be talking about what is camp? Intriguing. I like the question mark at the end of there. But first, today's episode is brought to you by Caleb's Sourdough Starters.
1: Have you ever wanted to take care of something? Uh, That you also eat? That you also eat. (laughs) But not an animal? Yeah. And do you want it to die quickly upon you receiving it?
0: (laughs) Then Caleb's Sourdough Starters are for you. You will have the most delicious bread if you uh, put in the work. (laughs) And if you don't accidentally kill it several times in a row. Caleb's Sourdough Starters. Use code PLEASE DON'T KILL ME for (laughs) one free sourdough starter. (laughs) All right. On to the episode. So... Tell us what the title of this episode means, Josh. So
1: today we're going to be talking about uh, kind of the concept of camp. Like, why is camp important? Ooh. Why do we do camp? Yeah. Uh, why Why is this the ministry that we've chosen mm. to to be a part of?
0: Yeah. Right? What's What's the power of it? Why yeah. is it impactful? Yeah. Okay. And uh, are we talking about like all of Hidden Acres or just summer camp? Or we're retreats? talking about
1: we're talking about specifically summer camp. Yeah. Right. So more general, not Hidden Acres exactly. Sure. But we fit into that paradigm right mm-hmm. uh and we'll, we'll be more focused on christian camping yeah but uh other summer camps will fit into this in some areas as well uh got it so you're yeah. saying
0: this is specific specifically hit like talking about summer camp summer but camp. broadly not talking about just hidden acre summer camp summer camp in general yes summer got camp it. as a concept christian summer camp yep. why it's impactful yep got it all right Great setup, by the way. Thank you. Uh, hey, you're crushing it, man. <laughs> I'm crushing it. So, uh, <laughs> let's see. What is camp? Um, lots of different definitions.
1: Lots of different. We we we've actually done some research believe it or not yeah done some (laughs) this is the first episode we've ever done research for and you
0: take over for eric and bam all of a sudden we're doing research we're (laughs) reading
1: books i have to admit i've lied here i did zero of this research (laughs) eric did it when i was gone
0: actually eric did not do it oh
1: taylor did all this research by himself
0: no 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 we did this together josh okay and that's the story we're gonna pitch uh so yeah there's lots of different books that have been written on summer camp um some of my favorites i happen to have on the shelf Right behind me. Wise. So I don't have every book on summer, no, on Christian summer camp. There's a lot of them. There are quite a few. The ones I have are quite good, though. I have uh, Christian Camping Today by Lloyd Matson. Yep. Uh, classic. A little bit older, but classic. I have a really, a uh, couple relatively new books. One called Sacred Playgrounds by Fabulous. Jacob Sorensen, friend of the podcast.
1: Yeah, friend of the podcast. Please come on our please, podcast, Jacob.
0: <laughs> Jacob. I, we've met him. Eric and I met him at a JCA yeah. conference last year. Incredible guy, doing incredible work. Uh, another relatively recent one, blueprints by Dr. Dan yeah. Bolin. Um, also very good. Uh, we know people who know him, so he's, uh, another potential friend of the podcast. Yes. Uh, then a couple by a guy named Jim Badke. He writes good stuff. He writes great stuff. Yeah. So he's got, uh, two that, uh, have been, so the Christian camp counselor is longer and it's more of a, it's more of a practical handbook for running summer camp. We drew heavily from this when we were creating our staff manual.
1: Also a good camp book. Also, a very the staff manual, very
0: good camp book. Uh, and then his other book, The Christian Camp Leader, is a lot shorter. It's a lot more manageable, a lot more approachable. Um, and this actually is the book that we use for our summer class. Yeah. So when summer staff take our summer class, they read this book, they write, uh, I think, a journal article every week, and they a final project based on what they read in this book and their job at camp. Have you ever uh Jim
1: Badkey has the Christian Camp Counselor as well? Is not that uh, this one? No, no. So it's a uh smaller version of the it's like an abridged version of both of those. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Uh, I was I was I had to read it.
0: Oh, for summer staff? Yeah, for summer
1: staff. A while nice. back.
0: Uh but yeah, it's very good. Fantastic. But, yeah, Jim Badkey great great guy. Uh so yeah, all these books um, and there's uh, there's a few other places we got definitions of camp from, yep. like the 3CA website, Christian Camp and Counseling, or no.
1: Christian Camp and Conference <laughs> Association.
0: Hey, all right. Yes. The, the spot on fact-checking right away. Instantaneous <laughs> fact-checking. Fact check. I've got a computer in That's front of me right. and I fact-check as well. Incredible. Well done. Uh, so yeah, 3CA yeah, has a definition.
1: They're kind of the, the big name in yep. Christian camping. That's so. right. Uh,
0: the ACA, the American Camping Association, yep. is a secular yep. camping association, but uh, they also have a definition of camp that was helpful. Um, so let's, uh, should we should we just talk about a couple of these definitions? Yeah, quick? I think that would be a good place to start. Great. So uh, Jacob Sorensen in Sacred Playgrounds talks about five fundamentals of what makes camp camp. You got, uh, you want to read these?
1: Yeah. So Jacob has uh, brought it down to five things. The camp is relational. Hmm. Then it is participatory. Ah, goodness. <laughs> Participatory. That's a tough word. Uh, it's also unplugged from home because mm-hmm. it's camp. It's a safe place and then it's also faith centered. Yeah. Right. Those are the, kind of the five elements that he's said are uh, important for a Christian camp. Right. Right.
0: And uh, he, so then his definition kind of comes from that. So his definition yep. of Christian summer camp is a set apart space that facilitates relational encounter between the self, the other, and God. Pretty unique. It's pretty good. Uh, I like how concise it is. Mm-hmm.
1: It really bore, And it boils down his five elements really well. Yeah, it really uh, does.
0: He also lists the most important and impactful aspects of camp. So really quick, what Jacob Sorensen does is he is a camp researcher. Yeah. So he works with Christian camps to... He creates surveys for campers and counselors, summer staff, full-time staff, parents, uh, everyone... And they, they do them before camp. They do these surveys during camp. They do surveys after camp. Like, it's an incredible amount of research. His, his dissertation is like 300 pages long. And it essentially became the book uh, Sacred Playgrounds. Yeah. Um, but he... So in his research, he has identified the six most important and impactful aspects of camp. And these are ranked. Yeah. You got yeah, these? Yeah.
1: So number one, the most important thing is participant... Safety, mm-hmm. right? Might be surprising, but it's yep, that's most number one, right? You you don't get to do the rest of these right. without safety, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, number two is fellowship and community building. Uh, number three is self-esteem and character building. Number four <laughs> is facilitating participants' experience of or encounters with God. Number five is individual faith formation, and number six is fun for all participants. That's right. Nice right. inclusive. Everyone has fun. Right. This is kind of like the, the more detailed version of the original five list. Exactly. Really?
0: Right. Yeah, so the, the, the five things are the five things that, that Christian summer camp can provide, that other ministries, other experiences, vacations, whatever, do not provide all five of these. Camp, summer camp is unique in that it provides all five of these things, and those six aspects are what people say who send their kids to camp, come to camp, who work at camp, They say these are the six most important things to them. Uh, And remember, this is all building towards our definition of camp and our values. Yeah.
1: The interesting thing, uh, you mentioned Jacob's research. Mm. uh, And Jacob's research has become a model for how we kind of do. We started doing research. 100%. Right. Uh, We we get tons of feedback from our staff. Mm. And in front of us right now is (laughs) stacks (laughs) of hundreds of uh, research. Forms, whatever camper you want. Camper surveys. camper yeah. surveys that's what we're calling them. Camper surveys. Yep. Uh, that all our campers fill out before they leave. That's right. uh tr- So we're trying to figure
0: out like what's important. Yep. What's uh, important to them? Does what it match? Do they up? like.
1: Yep. Uh, does it match up with our goals? Mm-hmm. Camp goals.
0: You know. That's right. Uh, does it? Does it agree with what Sorensen says is the most important thing? Yeah. So maybe
1: Sorensen's wrong. <laughs> yeah, we're going to prove him wrong right here. <laughs> <laughs> no, we are not. We're going to no, agree with Jacob <laughs> if you're
0: listening. We love you and would love to have you on the podcast yeah. and. If you have not heard of his book and you love camp, yeah. I cannot recommend Sacred Playgrounds yeah. enough. It is an incredible, incredible book. So Jacob Sorensen, Sacred Playgrounds. Doctor, sorry. Doctor. To He's have a some doctor. respect. <laughs> Dr. Jacob Sorensen, Sacred Playgrounds. The next book that uh, has a really good, I think, five-point definition of what camp is is comes from Dr. Dan Bolin's book, Blueprints. Again, an incredible book. Yep. So He's got he's got five points as well, and you're gonna see
1: some uh, uh, similarities as we go through That's all right. of these, right? They're just gonna word them just a little different, mm-hmm. right? So so Dan's got uh, number one change of location, two extended time outside of life's routine, number three immersion into creation, mm-hmm. number four relational bonding, and then number five spiritual intense,
0: intense with yeah. a T, yeah, intense. <laughs> intense. You, you intend. To- i intent your intent is spiritual formation yeah yeah so uh again
1: Uh, really good definition it's good i I, something i noticed as i was reading this is he's really uh he's really put some emphasis on being set apart yeah right uh his first three really all have to do with it yeah uh you know you you're in a different location Mm -hmm. um you're spending lots of time outside which might be different New. for yep. uh, a Change lot of, of routine yeah it's a lot very different most people mm-hmm. are inside yep. especially kids nowadays um and then immersion into creation also kind of backs that up that's right uh, so that kind of shows kind of dan's emphasis of camp uh, yeah. this set apartness this outside for sure aspect
0: uh, which yeah. I, I agree with that's i completely important. agree yeah. yeah yeah love blueprints by dan bolin again if you love camp and you want to know more about what makes camp so impactful read blueprints uh The next one is from Lloyd Mattson, Christian Camping Today. Again, an older book, but still, it holds up. It's incredible. It's a short little book uh, that's very good. So his definition of camp is a group experience for an extended time in an outdoor setting under trained leadership Mm -hmm. with spiritual objectives. So you hear kind of his really five values there. Yeah, the group experience, extended time, outdoor setting, trained leadership, spiritual objectives. And he has... Uh, Like the other guys, he has six camping values that he thinks, uh, as long as you're doing these six things well, you're doing Christian summer camp well. You got these? So
1: his six values are genuine community, whole person ministry. That's Mm, interesting. Whole person ministry, relational building, experience enrichment. I Mm -hmm. like that one. That's Mm -hmm. good. Uh, Leadership development and church
0: growth. Yeah. Oh, church growth. So he's starting to see. He's he's yeah. talking about that partnership aspect of yeah. camp and church. Really, the point of this is to grow the church. Yeah, the long term goal, uh, and that whole person ministry. Yeah, he in the book talks. It's I before these words were used uh, when he wrote this book. But I think he would say that it's ministry uh, that that meets all of the like mental health, emotional yeah. health, spiritual health, physical health, all of these different areas of a person. Yeah. Camp can address all of them. Yeah. It's so yeah, a whole person ministry. It's it's
1: a it's a nice concise word to say a lot of things. That's right. <laughs> yep. Well, now we got the 3CA. Now we got 3CA coming up. Christian Camp and Conference Association. It's a great association.
0: It's, we're a member of it. We are a member. It's a great uh, the the uh conferences today. Oh, that's right. It's today. You're going to tell people that we're recording this on the day it comes out, but that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> we yes, we are uh, we have a a regional gathering of CCA 3CA camps. Uh, that starts today. Yeah, as we're recording this, uh, we have we have staff there right now. Yeah. Yep. So the 3CA definition is an experience with a temporary community using the outdoor setting and trained leaders to meet spiritual objectives. You hear some some similarities there, yep. especially from from Matson. I mean, Matson was pretty revolutionary when yep. he wrote Christian Camping Today, um, and it influenced a lot of people who came after him. So again, some similar yep. some similar things there. They,
1: they stay a little broader. Because they're working with hundreds of camps. I mean, how many camps
0: are in there? Maybe thousands. Yeah, I it's a lot. It's a lot. And it's international too. So uh, two more. Two more definitions before we get to our definition. So Jim Badke in The Christian Camp Counselor, which again, this is a longer one. This is a little more practical. Um, If you work at a camp and you haven't read The Christian Camp Counselor by Jim Badke, you absolutely should. Go buy it right now. Go buy it right now. But it's going to be primarily for people who work Full time in yep. Christian camp ministry, which I would say, like Sacred Playgrounds,
1: doesn't need to. be. Like you could, oh yeah, I think anyone could read that. Literally line. anyone, because it's less practical, it's
0: more conceptual. Yeah, right. And Blueprints by Dan Bolin, I'd also say that way also is pretty broadly applicable. Yeah, uh, but, but this one's pretty focused. It's pretty technical. Yeah. yeah. So here's his. Uh, he's got five points of what Christian of what Christian summer camp can give. Two campers. You got these again? Yep,
1: yep. So we got a change of scenery, a condensed experience, a relationship opportunity, new skills and experiences, and a Christian
0: community. Yeah. That's good. That's pretty good. Yeah. And the, the condensed experience is, um, you know, we talk about a lot with our summer staff how it, it seems so short. We only yeah. have these kids for a week, and, you know, then they've got 51 weeks mm-hmm. where they're not at Hidden Acres. We, we have no influence over them. But if you do the math, one week of camp is essentially a year of ministry. If they go to church for, say, two hours a week, that's 104 hours yep. in a year. We have them, I think I think a week of camp is like 128 hours. We did the math this summer. We did the I math forgot. this summer. It's, I, it's definitely over 105. <laughs> it's over 104. That. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And it's uh yeah. and so yeah, that that's essentially what we're talking about is a year yeah. of ministry. But condensed. Condensed down to yeah. one week. Obviously that's including like sleeping times, but Still like you're they available. Wake they wake up they in the wake night. Up. <laughs> like you're available to do ministry yeah. with them in
1: the middle of the night. Yeah. Do you think do you think the uh, short-term aspect of it has a sp- certain power to it? Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I do. I hadn't really thought about that. Cuz I think some people worry that the shortness of it is maybe problematic.
0: Yeah. Sometimes. Cuz you can fake it. You can fake of course. whatever yeah. for a little while, but I would argue when you're with people 24 hours a day, and you're in a new environment and you're they're struggling to get through things there there are challenging elements to summer camp and there are scary things that you know that we we help our campers do like the mm-hmm. rock wall or zip line or ride a horse or go in the lake even, go off the blob whatever it is i would argue that in those moments of uh guided struggle that the real you actually comes out you can't fake it yeah during those moments where you're kind of a little bit afraid yeah. and a little uncomfortable. Yeah. Something
1: we talked to counselors about a little bit, uh, is the first like three days they're at camp, everything's still new. Everything's still fresh, specifically the first two days. Yeah, Right. Uh, and they are all still a little scared. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, and they all listen to you better because they don't know what's going on. (laughs) Right. Right. And then as the week goes on, they get comfortable. Yeah. Right. And things start to change a little bit. But the interesting thing is in those five days, they never really get past the, I just met you phase. Yeah. Right. Like they kind of do they get a little more comfortable by mm-hmm. Friday, but they never I mean if you think about like going to school, right that first week of school is that awkward period still. It sure. takes almost a month yeah for kids to get comfortable at school, right And we only have them for five days right right and so school,
0: school's only seven hours a day. Correct.
1: yeah, right uh, but still I mean still long time. yeah. and by the time they leave, the the whole experience is within that phase of weird yeah, I just met you. Uh, i'm a little scared mm-hmm. i'm not comfortable i'm not
0: uh lax you right. know right my i can i'm not going to put my guard down completely yeah exactly so there yeah. might there's some power in that I there think. is yeah. well it's it's a word that we're going to use a lot coming up here but it's it's disruptive to yeah. their routine to their ordinary life and it puts them in a in an uncomfortable an uncomfortable footing a little bit yeah and that actually we found lowers barriers for the gospel and so that's we'll talk about that more yeah, we yeah, com- yeah, spoilers yeah.
1: spoilers can't help but talk about camp
0: you we know? can't help but talk about camp and this episode we're just going to geek out about camp of so course that's all that you're, you're coming about. along with <laughs> us listener um okay last one and then we'll get to our definition uh again these are all things that fed into our definition so um a guy named dr george bud williams bud he wrote an article called five values of christian camping uh and it's really good he's got he lays out what really what summer camp again can offer Campers and why Christian summer camp specifically is valuable.
1: So Bud, his first one, I'm going to call him Bud because that's a great name. He's a, he's a pal. Uh, his first one uh, is genuine community is experienced. Mm. Right. Number two is ministry to the whole person takes place. There's that whole person yep. Yep. language. Whole again. person ministry. Uh, number three, we've got relationships are built with God and others. Mm-hmm. Number four, memories and major life commitments are made. That's interesting. Yeah. Uh, and then number five, tomorrow's leaders are developed today. It's beautiful. The only
0: the only gripe I have with his five values is that they're, they're all written in the passive voice. They're all <laughs> none of them are active voice. Uh, so bud, if you're listening, yeah. we'd love to have you on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. But uh, you know, use active voice next time. <laughs> um, other than that, the article's great. <laughs> yeah, great. Um, and yeah, we get the the community, we get the whole person ministry, relationships. Yeah, his kind of unique contribution is that memories and major life commitments are made. Yeah. Like really things yeah, kids will commit to following God in a new way while they're here, or they'll place their faith in Christ for the yeah. first time while they're here, and that's incredible.
1: Yeah, I kind of read buds as goals because um, I th- I think it was interesting that he was talking about major life commitments are made like that. Oh, is sure. Because uh, that's not a, a sure thing. For right? sure, yeah. You can come and not make a major life commitment, yeah, but it, it seems like Bud
0: is saying this is what we want. This is mm-hmm. the point. Uh, so that's yeah, good. It's interesting. I like that he also ties in. Um, tomorrow's leaders are developed today, that's really good because not only campers, but also staff. Uh, The impact that experiential leadership has on staff is incredible. And so many, we've talked about this a bunch, but like so many people who work on summer staff, I talked about this with Josh Denhart once, they get a taste of ministry leadership and they love it and they want to do more of it. And then they go into ministry at vocational ministry a lot of times like as a pastor or missionary or whatever it is um obviously every christian is doing ministry but uh yeah summer camp has that impact on staff and campers that they want to go into vocational ministry all right we ready for our definition yeah all of this to say we have our own definition (laughs) that's right so over the course of like a year uh eric and i and now josh and i have been discussing what it is that makes camp so powerful and why, I mean, we've boiled down a lot of these. You, you heard a lot of similarities, a lot of yep. things that kind of uh, echoed in other people's definitions. And so we've really tried to boil it down to what we think it is that makes camp so powerful. So, uh, Josh, do you want to read the Hidden Acres definition I would of, love, of, of summer camp? This is my privilege. <laughs> so the Hidden Acres definition of this summer is the, camp. The, just quickly, this is like... We haven't released this anywhere else. Yeah. No, this, this isn't
1: in a manual. No. This is online. This is the first time. This is this is all, what we use to guide ourselves. Yes, basically, exactly. As we write other stuff. Yes. Uh, which we're going to get to some stuff we've put in, in yep. literature yep. before. Um, but this but is- our definition, Hidden Acres Camping Definition, is a safe, guided, shared experience in which trained leaders help campers escape the ordinary to encounter Christ and others. Now, all right, pushback. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't pushback. I just am uh enjoying mm. how you worked the mission statement of Hidden Acres into oh, there. Interesting encountering Christ, a yeah. place to encounter Christ. That's like a our place whole thing set apart, yeah, encounter Christ, yeah, yeah, and it's right there, yeah, so sneaky.
0: Yeah, we try, I'm but, sure you did that on purpose. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that's our, that's our definition. We think it kind of encompasses what other people have said, um, and it really just, it, it's, what, it's what we think camp does well. Yep. Uh, we provide this experience, we help campers encounter Christ and get to know each other, and that's what makes camp really powerful. We've also boiled down all these definitions into four categories, or what we call fundamentals, of what defines camp. These fundamentals represent what all campers need to receive in order for a Christian summer camp to be a Christian summer camp. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, and these, these are kind of the core of that definition, right? Uh, what, what are they
0: Taylor? Okay. So these four things are authentic community, guided disruption. There's that word, proactive safety and spiritual instruction. So we think that by fostering healthy relationships in a temporary community, uh, that's that, that has lots of group experiences. It's fun. It's unique stuff. You only get to do at camp. Um, then it's all participatory, like we're all doing these things together. That helps build authentic community. Yep.
1: And then the guide is to dis- disruption. Taylor was kind of talking about earlier. Disruption is really important for the camp experience. If, yep. if you noticed in all the other uh, definitions, they said a place set apart, a place not at home, a place yep. outdoors, right? Uh, so there's almost this, this liminal space.
0: Uh, yeah. Could, or, or if you're not familiar yeah, with lim- liminal yeah. spaces or the the concept of liminality, it's it's just sort of how I define it for people is like if you take the same drive to work every day and mm-hmm. you, you just, the same road, same stoplights, you sort of go blind to, to a lot of- Autopilot. Exactly. You yeah. kind of go on autopilot. You don't really notice the things around you. You may not even remember your commute that morning because you've just done it so many times. But the one day that there's like construction on your commute, you have to take a new way around to work. Suddenly your senses are heightened, right? You're like, you're aware of everything going on around you in a new way. Yeah. You're going to remember that drive. That's a liminal space. It's
1: kind of like when you go into a city and you turn the volume down on the radio yes. so you can see. That's
0: the liminal space, <laughs> right? It's, yeah. It's a new place. Yeah. And it's different than what you're used to and it's out of your routine and uh and in that liminal space there's it's sort of like shaking up a snow globe and all of that snow if you heard the air quotes Rises up to the surface, like it all. It all gets scattered because it's it's something disruptive and yep. new. And this again can be good or bad. Yeah,
1: well, and the disruption of camp happens because we're taking mm-hmm. uh, kids who are used to sitting at home. Yep. Maybe watching TV a lot. Right? Going to school. Texting friends. Going yep. to school every day. They're around the same, maybe ten people yep. every day. We're taking them, and now we're putting them away from technology. They mm-hmm. don't touch, no, t- touch technology while they're here not a, at not, all. Not a there's screen no, in sight. <laughs> there's no phones. The only screen you get is the lyrics during worship. <laughs> yeah, that's a good it, point, yeah. Right? Uh, you, you're you out of your comfort zone, right? You're in a cabin, yeah. which might not even have AC. No, right? most of them don't. You're sleeping on a mattress, maybe in a sleeping bag. Yep. Right? Uh, you're around 10 people you've never met before mm-hmm. who are also just as scared as you. Yep. Right? Uh, and, and that is... Disruptive, and you're outside yep right most of our cabins are in the woods yep right uh, and that that outside away from technology with new people is disruptive that's yep. the liminal space yep. that is the detour yep that you're going on and their their senses are heightened that's right, right? Uh, and so that we we believe that is instrumental for what we're doing here absolutely and
0: not only that but like the there are so many things that distract us yeah during our ordinary day-to-day life obviously screens social media, these are all very common things now, um, but just our routines, our habits, yep. can sort of be be comforting distractions. Uh, when you're at camp, all those comforting distractions are gone, and so when someone you're just you're just so much ab- better able to listen to when some, someone is telling you about the gospel, yeah. and maybe they've heard the gospel a thousand times, but when it's in this unique place, usually outdoors, uh, someone they don't know very well or just met uh they're more able to listen yeah and you can obviously tell we care about
1: disruption quite a bit we talk we talk about this just ourselves a lot yeah we do uh and the funny thing is people people do this naturally and don't even know they're doing it yeah right so you you work a nine to five job after two months of working that job you say I need a vacation, right? <laughs> that's that's a liminal space. Something right? disruptive. You yep. need to go do something different because yep. you've been doing the same thing and your brain is tired of it, right? Yep. Uh, and that, that helps you reset and come back, mm-hmm. right? And maybe be a, a little bit of a better person when you come back. Sure. Right? We do that naturally. Mm-hmm. And so camp is just a uh, really focused, really uh, intentional Yeah. Uh, disruptive space,
0: right? Yep, we work to provide that for kids. Um, And also what we provide them is a counselor in the cabin who is just a little bit older than them who can sort of guide them through that Mm -hmm. liminal space. So like if you picture again a snow globe, you shake that up, you get all these flakes of snow up in the air. Um, Now if you want to guide those to a place of maybe you want to... Well, obviously we want to share the gospel with these kids. We want them to trust God more. We want them to know more about God. You can. You, we want them to interact with other campers. Well, uh, we want to guide them f- as those snowflakes are falling down, as they're resettling. We want to provide someone to come alongside them and say, "Hey, here's here's a new habit you can learn: reading your Bible every morning. You know, here's a, a better way to settle conflict with your friends when disagreements arise. Uh, here's a, here's a way to push yourself when things are scary or challenging. You know, all these things are what our counselors do to guide. The campers through that liminal space, experiential learning. Experiential oh, learning.
1: Experiential learning. I was literally just writing about experiential learning this morning. So fantastic. It's fantastic.
0: But anyway. So that's guided uh, disruption. The next one is proactive safety, um, and it's basically what it sounds like. We want to have our eyes open, be looking for threats, dangers. Um, we want to meet. Our, we want to, We want to have healthy boundaries. We want to meet our campers' physical, mental, emotional, and social safety yep
1: yeah all, all the other things we're talking about don't mm-hmm. really work without the the safety aspect right. right we have 500 to 600 campers here any yeah. given week uh and their parents have trusted us yeah with their children right uh and so we want to uh respect that trust that was mm-hmm. given to us but not only that the the campers are trusting us yeah. right and uh if our goal is to you know build Authentic relationships have disruption, have spiritual uh, connections, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, they're not going to be able to pay attention to those things if they're unsafe. That's right, right? If they don't feel cared for, if they don't feel like their counselor uh, loves them or
0: is willing to look out for their needs, right? Uh, so. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's sort of like uh, Maslow's hi- hierarchy of needs. Um, you know, if they if if they don't feel like they're safe and they are feeling threatened, then they're not going to be able to, uh, grow in like connecting with people and feeling belonging. They're not going to feel, uh, you know, self-esteem, like they can contribute. Um, you know, these are all, these are all things that come back to safety. And so as long as we're keeping our campers safe, one, yes, parents will trust us, uh, parents who are listening. If you didn't trust us, we know you would not send your kids to camp if you don't trust us to keep them safe. I would not send my kids to a camp that I do not trust (laughs) to keep my kids safe. So uh, that safety is one of our fundamentals. That's why it's there. And it also involves training our staff and leaders to be observant and take care of our kids. And last one. Our last one is
1: a spiritual instruction. Mm. If you've been on the edge of your seat saying, when are they going to teach the Bible? <laughs> Here this it is, is. Here it is. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. So uh, our staff, we train our staff. They, they have objectives that are uh, spiritual in nature, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't just uh, tell counselors, hey, have a fun time. That's your right. only job, right? We want them to have fun. We want them to be safe. But with the goal of uh, earning the right to share the gospel, right? right. And they share the gospel Every day. That's what we ask our counselors to do. Yep.
0: Every camper, every day.
1: Every camper, every day. Not only that, uh, counselors do that, and then we have speakers who do that, who come in. Mm -hmm. uh, And then we also teach them how to uh, work the gospel and spiritual things into relationship as well. right? Uh, So we were kind of talking about uh, disruption and experience a little bit later. right? You have a disruptive experience, and now a counselor can come along and say, "Uh, how do you feel about that? Do you have anyone to help you? Uh, in those feelings, have you considered Jesus? Yes. Right? Uh, and have conversations yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's thousands of ways you can do that. Yep. Uh, and so there, there is specific, intentional, spiritual instruction happening. Uh, uh, and that's a uh, key value. We wouldn't exist if we didn't want that
0: to happen. That's right. Right. That's right. We would be uh, we, we would feel that we would be sh- very shallow yeah. and missing the point.
1: And I don't think you and me would work here. No, we would exist. not. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> if this was not a fundamental yeah. of summer camp. Uh, so yeah, the focus on the gospel and uh, those spiritual objectives um, and really intergenerational discipleship yep, is what we're trying to teach, especially our counselors and staff, yep. so that when they go back to their home churches, they are familiar with it and they're used to it and they like it. They actually have gotten familiar with it enough that they Ideally, will want to do that at their church yep. too. They'll want to start or continue investing in younger generations of believers at the church.
1: Now, Taylor, I believe it is time. Oh, for the most four important four words. Oh my goodness! Of of this whole
0: podcast, <laughs> we've we've been on the edge of our seat waiting to blurt these words out. That's right. These uh, four words. We've turned these four fundamentals into four staff objectives that help us meet our camper needs. So these are what we communicate to our staff that their job is. You do these four things, and you're doing your job well. Are we ready for that? Yeah, the four words. And our, our whole staff manual, all our staff training, uh, all of it revolves around these four words. Yeah. And again, they, we didn't just make these up. No, no. These are boiled down from all of these previous definitions we've talked about, uh, our definition of camp, uh, our fundamentals. They really turn into these four words. Just all right. Just go for it, Josh. Are you ready? All Break right. the so silence.
1: Number one is connect. It's a good word. Good. What's uh, number two? Number two is guide. Beautiful. Guide. Number three is protect. Fantastic. Brilliant word. And number four is teach, oh. connect, guide, protect, and teach. Incredible. I've never heard four better words in my entire life. So we, we haven't talked about this. Uh, 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 we have talked about it a little bit. But I think the big strength of our four fundamentals, our four goals, our four values that we've mm-hmm. just named here, even our definition of camp is it is framed for the camper and the staff member. All of yes, it is. Exactly. Right? We're not just, we connect with campers, but we also connect with staff members. That's right. Right. We guide campers. We also guide staff members. We protect right? both. We, we protect teach both, both. Teach both.
0: We not only help campers. Connect with each other, yep. and with our counselors. But we help our staff all connect with each other yeah, and with right. us, yep, and with their churches. Ideally, so this is, uh, yeah, you're right. These are all for both, yep, campers and staff. So connect. Uh, how about how about you just read some words that uh, some some synonyms? Yeah, for some what we're synonyms. going
1: for. Uh and we list these out for staff members yep. so they can get a better idea of when we say connect. This is like, what we these mean. are the things you need to be thinking about. So we want. Camp to be relational, right? We want community building. We want uh, you to be a trustworthy person, right? You want to be welcoming. We want to be inviting, supportive, right? Uh, you want to be honest and authentic. These type of yep. things, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so that we can connect uh, with campers. Can yep. uh, campers can connect with each other. These are uh, the ideas behind it. I, That's I right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Warm, welcoming, and fun. We want yep. you to be all those things. Guide some of the words that we've identified as helpful to explain this, this kind of gets back. Remember the authentic community is, is where connect comes from. Guided disruption is where guide comes from. So we uh, not only want, so we want our staff to be good examples. We want them to be exemplary above reproach. We want them to be honorable. We want them to be mentoring, have a mentoring mindset. Uh, We want them to participate. We want them to give agency to campers. We want them to be imitatable, a good role model. Yeah. Uh, mature, servant-hearted, encouraging, consistent, dependable—all those things yep. uh, fo- uh, kind of fall under the guide yeah. heading. It's it's guiding campers through action. Yep. And words. That's right. Right. Yeah. That's Showing it. them here's 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 a better way to live. We're gonna we're gonna help guide those those snowflake uh, particles, whatever they <laughs> are really, inside you're a really snow globe. sticking <laughs> with this, uh, it's a good analogy. I <laughs> no. think. it helps me anyway. If you're if you're a visual person like me, you'll uh, you'll be helped by these. Uh,
1: uh, number three, protect. Right. Uh, it's it's pretty self-explanatory, I think. Yeah. But uh, you know, we want to be safety conscious. We want to be proactive in yep. our safety. We want to think about it before it mm-hmm. happens. Right. We want to be trustworthy. Uh, we want to be observant and disciplined. Uh, we want to make responsible choices. Yep. Uh, and we want to train yes. our staff. Right. Uh, so these are this is what we shoot for during training week to make observant, trained, responsible staff who mm-hmm. can make good decisions. Uh and can be discerning. We use discerning. We use so discerning much. a lot. It's actually become a joke. Uh, <laughs> it, it has a little bit, but it's such a good word. It's such a
0: good... Literally, staff will look at us, and they'll be like, you're going to say discernment. You're going to say, use discernment, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, for sure. But seriously, we say it a lot because yeah. there are so many things where we say like, pray to the Holy Spirit for discernment because yep. like the Holy Spirit lives in you, and he will help you discern in the moment what's the best course of action yep. that's going to be safe, but also fun and welcoming yep. and warm and all those things. And then the last one of course is teach um so this word has to do with being christ following gospel centered disciple making we want our staff to be knowledgeable evangelistic uh teachable humble creative faithful missional all these things fall under teach so those are our four fundamental staff objectives so the fundamentals turn into staff objectives Uh, connect guide protect and teach so
1: so we have those four fundamentals, right, and four objectives. What do those objectives help us meet? Like, what is, what is the goal here? Oh. Right, we have we have these these four things we're trying to do. But like, what's the the long term goal of doing? Why do we do them?
0: Yes, great question, Josh. Uh, so our summer staff goal is this. We do communicate to all our summer staff and our ministry partners, like churches and uh, other ministries. We tell them all that our goal. Is to equip the next generation of Christ followers to serve and lead wherever they go. Mm. And so, for campers and staff, again, we want them to be equipped. We want them to be serving and leading wherever they go next. Because, as we've already established, they don't stay at camp forever, unless yeah. you're a weirdo like us. Yeah, you know? we, just <laughs> <never leave. laughs> we just never leave. We just never leave. You're going to go into, a, you know, presumably a job, a family, um, maybe, uh, maybe vocational ministry, whatever path God has for you after your time at camp, we want you to be better equipped to serve and lead in that place because of your time in our place. Yeah. Yeah. And so we've
1: decided, uh, through research, through, uh, thinking through this, that connect, guide, protect, and teach are kind of our, uh, best avenues to reach that goal. Yeah. Right. If, if we hit those four goals, we believe that God is going to show up. Right. Yep. And he's and going to change are lives. be equipped. Right. Yep. Uh, Because God is good. Because God's good. All the time.
0: All the time, God's good. Yeah, so we actually have talked about our um, sort of levels of goals. So like right now, we want our staff today to be connecting, guiding, protecting, and teaching campers. But we believe that when we do that well, then we will see not only leadership development, but also change lives. That God will show up and change lives here. And of course, then the long-term, kind of that third level goal is... Church growth. Church Ki- growth. Kingdom growth. Like, yeah. that's that's what we're all about.
1: Yeah, and I, I hope the goal kind of uh, shows that we're, we're focused on sending people out. Yes. Right? I think a lot of people think that camp is this, like, secluded thing, mm. and we're trying to do our own thing. But, I mean, you and I have talked about this a ton. Our goal is to send campers and staff out back to churches. Yep. We want them to go back, right? We want the, the church to receive a leader when they come back right Hundred percent yeah because uh, we don't keep them we keep them maybe four summers maybe yeah that's a long that's a long <laughs> staff.
0: we reward them for staying for yeah, four summers but. but most
1: most are one or two right yeah. uh but yeah we
0: have that goal of sending that's right right yeah so that that is camp and if you uh if you read these books that we talked about i hope you'll see those four fundamentals and those four objectives really show up in a lot of different places uh they kind of keep it's it's sort of just like a pattern that they kind of keep showing up in different places. So um we hope this has been helpful yeah for you in understanding what we do and why we do it. Uh if you have any thoughts on this or questions about anything we said, or if you uh have anything that you'd like to contribute, we would love to hear it. Uh so you can email podcast at HACamps.org. Um and yeah, we just we love talking about this stuff. We love brainstorming. We love dreaming. We'd love to hear your thoughts.
1: Could is it possible to put the links to those books in the description? Are you allowed to do that? Yeah, I don't see why not. Yeah,
0: I'll just put a link to those books. Why not? And if you want to check them out, I cannot recommend them enough. Yeah, then you can match what we said. Check us out. Yeah, see see if we know what we're talking about or if we're just making it all up. Uh, Uh, No, well this has been this has been fun. We kind of we didn't know what this episode was going to be like, but it it turned out to be pretty fun. Yeah, I I like this. I mean, we talk about this a lot. This was not hard for us to talk about (laughs) at all. To fill up half an hour this with was, our thoughts.
1: Yeah, this was literally the, the light side of this conversation. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we,
0: we've gone a lot deeper than this. For sure. But And next time you're at camp, come ask us about it. We'd love to, yeah. uh, even you know if you want to ask us questions about this, we'd love to yeah, go deeper with we'll you.
1: We'll build some charts on a whiteboard, and <laughs>
0: it'll be great. A reminder that today's episode is brought to you by Caleb's Sourdough Starter. Is that what it was? Sourdough <laughs> Starter. If you don't take care of it, it'll
1: get stinky. <laughs> To find out more about Hidden Acres, visit hacamps.org or look us up on social media.
0: Thanks for listening and we'll we'll see you you at at camp. camp.
1: Taylor's sourdough starter is slowly dying as we speak. I can see the bubbles popping. It'll be rancid by the end of the week.